Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're taking a look at the latest meeting from the Federal Reserve Board of Governors and what it's likely to mean for investors over the next 12 to 18 months. But first, if you've been listening to this show for a while, then you know that I've been involved in a wide array of projects, ranging from residential subdivisions to new apartment construction, mobile home and RV parks, boat and RV storage, new condominium development, just to name a few. Over the next several months, we'll be raising capital for some of these projects. If you or someone you know might be interested in learning more about these projects, then send an email to info at victorjm.com. That's info at victorjm.com, and I'll add you to the mailing list. The first webinar for one of these projects is coming up on January the 12th at 8 p.m. Central, which is 6 o'clock Pacific, 7 Mountain, and 9 Eastern. We'll be talking about new apartment development project in that Zoom meeting. You'll have lots of opportunity to meet with me and the sponsors of the project and ask lots of questions. This invitation is not a solicitation for investment. Any future investment opportunity that would arise would be by prospectus only and is restricted to accredited investors only. The definition of an accredited investor can be found on the Securities and Exchange Commission website. Again, if you'd like to learn more, send an email to info at victorjm.com. On today's show, we're taking a look in detail at the minutes of the latest Federal Reserve meeting, try and make sense of what the guidance means for us as real estate investors and developers. The devaluation of the currency that's taken place over the last couple of years means that interest rates have to go up. That's as plain as day, but when you look at the consensus from the Board of Governors of the Fed, it paints a slightly different story. The consensus is that inflation averaged between 5.3 and 5.5 percent for 2021, and it's expected to fall to a range of 2.2 to 3 percent with a median expectation of 2.6 for this coming year, 2022. That compares with a consensus number of 2.2 percent back in September. The Fed sees interest rates increasing from 0.1% today to 0.9% for the balance of 2022, so interest rates are heading up. This reflects a sense that somehow inflation is going to correct itself and that this round of inflation is transitory. The inflation numbers being quoted are the so-called PCE inflation, or PCE stands for Personal Consumption Expenditures. They also reference core PCE inflation, which is slightly different. The Fed uses the PCE measure for inflation instead of the CPI, the Consumer Price Index Inflation Index. The PCE measure uses a different weighting for components of inflation. It also uses a methodology called substitution, where if the price of a particular product goes up, it's assumed the consumers will switch to a cheaper alternative. So, for example, let's say tenderloin steak goes up in price, then consumers will switch to chicken or pork, which is cheaper. I suppose at some point, the Fed could determine that the population has switched to being vegetarian, but maybe I'm getting carried away. It doesn't look like the Fed plans to raise interest rates very much to fight inflation. The guidance, even for 2023, is for rates to increase to 1.6%. On a historic basis, these are still really low interest rates. With the U.S. midterm election scheduled for November 22, the federal government has its hands tied politically. A sharp rise in interest rates would be political suicide for the Democratic Party. For that reason, I expect inflation numbers to continue to be understated and for interest rates to remain historically low relative to the amount of real inflation being experienced in the economy. Remember, rising prices are not inflation per se. They're the symptoms of inflation. They're the consequences of inflation. The real inflation is the inflation of the money supply, and we've seen tons of that over the last two years. 
So what does this all mean for real estate investors? It means more of the same. Inflation is higher than being reported. The hidden tax on the population results in an erosion of purchasing power for those on fixed income, an erosion of savings, and an erosion of debt. These are the market conditions that favor real estate investors who use responsible levels of debt to finance their investments. It also means that you want to be concentrated at the higher end of the market. Those on fixed income will not be able to afford rent increases. There will be a growing crisis of affordability at the low end of the market. We might see an erosion of value at the low end of the market as interest rates rise, as expenses rise, and landlords get squeezed. They're unable to compensate with higher rents. We could see cap rates start to expand in a widening gulf between the quality of products at the low end of the market and the middle to upper end of the market. The amount of liquidity in the lending market will decline as the Fed tapers its bond purchasing program. But I think most of the big commercial refinancing activity will have happened by the time rates start to increase. I believe we will still experience a healthy supply of funds for quality commercial real estate projects. So while interest rates are going up, I am not sounding the alarm bell. I believe we still have healthy market conditions with a lot of runway for investors to invest in high-quality assets. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.